Welcome to Trendwatch, Innovate by Day's social media podcast, where we talk about the latest in digital communication and events. Welcome to Trendwatch, the Star Wars edition. There's a Star Wars edition of pretty much everything this year, so why not a Trendwatch? Since Disney bought Lucasfilm back in 2012, there's been no question that the next Star Wars film, helmed by Star Trek rebooter J.J. Abrams, would be aggressively marketed. The hype for Star Wars Episode 7, The Force Awakens, has boldly gone where no Star Wars marketing campaign has gone before. Yes, I went there. <laughs> Yeah. Let's start by going around the room. I'm James, your podcast host. I'm Chloe, um, hanging out as the only girl in the room right now. <laughs> That's a change. Yeah. I am Sean, one of two graphic designers in the room. And I'm Mark, the other graphic designer in the room. So we have a heavily loaded graphic design. Uh, yeah, we have it's, it's, it's two graphic designers, two community managers. This week. Anyway, so full disclosure, we all work here at Innovate by Day, which is a social media and digital content company, and everyone here is a geek of some magnitude. Yeah. Yay, geekdom. Yeah. Um, so, before we get to the tauntaun meat of this week's topic, uh, our latest... That was a Markism, by the way. Thank you for the script, Mark. Uh, before we get to the tauntaun meat of today's topic, we're going to go through our latest tech finds. Who wants to go first? I'll go first. I'm really into the new Uber Eats app. I know there's a lot of controversy around Uber uh, the last, like, God, as long as they've been in Toronto. But um, Uber Eats, I mean, it made me so happy today. I got to get Kaplansky's Deli, and Kaplansky's Deli is nowhere near our office. It was just so nice that somebody would go and drive and bring me food from a place that doesn't normally deliver to any area I live or work or play in, and bring me the beautiful latkes back to my desk. And I'm appreciative that technology has come to this beautiful place. I decided to go with a Star Wars-related app. It's a game called Star Wars Commander for your iPhone, your tablet, or your Android device. It's basically Clash of Clans, but with all the Star Wars lore that you know and love. Including Extended Universe? No, it's basically original trilogy for the most part. Uh, Thank God. Okay, I've been seeing ads for that and going, do I click? Do I click? Yeah. Do I click? So, they, so it's good? It's a blessing and a curse. <laughs> And uh, for my pick, I'm going to go with Waze, um, W-A-Z-E. Waze has been around for a while, and it's basically the GPS you didn't know you wanted, but will soon be the GPS you need. It does basically everything Google Maps or your standard GPS does, but it also allows for like uh, user reporting on things. So if there's a traffic jam, a user can put a pin there. If there's a cop you know, checking speed, you can put a pin there. If there's a red light camera, you can put a pin there. And it's just also way more accurate than Google Maps because it tracks traffic live. Very good for your morning commute. Mine is a game this week as well, and I'm about six months behind the times on this one because this came out back in June or July. But uh, this fantastic, fantastic uh, game that I found on, uh, it's actually number one on Apple's top iPad games uh, for 2015. <laughs> the game is called Prune, uh, and it is a delightfully serene game where you prune a fruit tree to avoid wind, fire, and other obstacles to finally come to blossom in the light. Now, this was about, it, it's not a freemium game. You actually have to pay for this up front. It was four or five bucks, um, but I'm okay with paying five bucks for a really, really well-realized game with uh, a decent level of replayability, and it's gorgeous. The These minimalist 
uh, sort of faux Japanese graphics and music. Just lovely, worth playing, and addictive as hell. All right, so let's begin. I said all right again. You should, people should drink every time I say all right on the podcast. Um, so we're going to begin. The Disney Machine and Star Wars tie-ins. What have you guys seen in the, in the world of annoying or wonderful Star Wars merch? Uh, what are your favorite things, and what was the weirdest? I think Coffee Mate so far. There is a branded series of Coffee Mate. And I don't know if it's real, but somebody posted a picture of oranges, like a bag of oranges that were branded with Star Wars. Gosh, I hope it's BB-8. Like, I can't. Yeah. Anything with this BB-8 character, I you know, you thought we learned from Jar Jar Banks. that's not that many, you know, years ago that we think we would have learned as a society, and it looks like we haven't. So I'm really hoping that he's a Dark Emperor, so that every child with a BB-8 pillow and backpack and knapsack and hoodie and whatnot... <laughs> We'll be supporting the dark side in like less than a week. Oh, yeah. but those little those little uh, BB-8 battery operated, you know, yeah. remote controlled toys. Yeah, those are awesome. Come on, we, who doesn't want one of them? No, I mean, really, what we all want is an R two D two. I mean, let's let's be. Let's I think be I think that's the thing is this is this is the like R two D two you can have versus the one you can't. Yes. I would like to point out how cute the little antenna on BB-8's head is, and it, like, flies back when he's on the See, spaceship. this is what I'm it's saying. Like They're lulling like... you into a false sense of security. Maybe. But it's like a cute dog sticking its head out the window and its hair blown back. It's, it's really cute, I think. So, so, the, so the cute toys are cute merch, and that's, that's right in the Star Wars wheelhouse. Well, but right? I'm also seeing, like, cereal, like, the entire General Mills selection. Like, mm-hmm. I think the Trix Rabbit has Leia buns, yeah. and I was like, this has gone too far, my friend. It feels like an 80s level of marketing like that's when, what it is yeah like when G.I. Joe essentially had to get a cartoon because we're selling action figures there will also be a cereal and like shoes I mean I'm super happy that the merch is all coming out near the holiday season because I've got a couple of big Star Wars um, nerds who I love dearly and need presents so like this year has just been the easiest shopping experience for mm-hmm. me like it took me a minute when it usually would take me like a couple of days to find something decent and new it was like I can get, I don't even care if the person says, oh, don't get me anything from the new movie in case I hate it. I can just get reprints of things from the 70s. I can get, you know, real official merchandise of, like, really complicated Millennium Falcon stuff. Like, it's just great. In terms of that sort of merch. The Coffee Mate's bothering me. (laughs) I don't know. I kind of want to get the Chewbacca Coffee Mate just because it looks pretty cool. (laughs) I would just like to point out that I think it's smart of them to do these ridiculous merchandise tie-ins because it gets so much media attention and, like, the late-night comedians are all talking about it. And Mm -hmm. it just, like, well, I guess everyone's heard of Star Wars coming out anyway, but all the attention can't hurt. Yeah. And I, I think it's also interesting if we contrast it with um, how Harry Potter does merch. Because Potter merch is all really universe-centric. They only put it on things that really would work with the brand. Where Star Wars is like, I don't care what it is. I want you know, BB-88 all over it. Well, I want to, all over it. to pull the curtain back, that's very much in the minds and the, and the contracts of the people who own the original copyright. J.K. Rowling said very specifically, if you're going to make hoodies and jackets and, and, and socks, they better be Hogwarts socks. I don't want Harry's name on everything. And she made that deal far before Warner Brothers got involved. It's mm-hmm. been in every contact since the late 90s, essentially, when the books came out. Yeah. So, but in- whereas George Lucas and Friends 
and Disney especially. Well, no Disney, my goodness. Disney. Disney, Disney my goodness, does not believe in like doing things in any level that is not full-blown and yeah. God, let's plaster it everywhere. And this is how we get the Star Wars epic cover girl line. Never mind the CoverGirl line. At least that's a product. Do you not see the new five, like the Bell Five things? Yeah. Restart at the la- at, at force speed or something. And I was like, you're not even using it term correctly. Those uh, commercials are adorable, amazing. Though. Though. I the, love that, those. Commercials. The, one, the one with the, uh, the with the smartphones. Yeah. yeah. With, with, Everything with, with the Tie Fighters on on the screens. Mm-hmm. It's it's brilliant. It's pretty brilliant. I'm glad I, someone likes them. Well, I, did, I the think billboards. I mean, the billboards are visually interesting. But I think they're having difficulty communicating that one because it's supposed to be like the Millennium Falcon speeding along, but then there's no more context for that. It's just bell restart done. Yeah. Right. Okay. So so looks really cool. It's nice to see giant X wings, you know, uh, along the yeah. along the side of the road on a billboard, but it makes no sense. We're gonna move on. Um, this is a super hyped movie. Uh, the, the the trickle of Force Awakens stories has turned into a deluge over the last month. Did you guys watch and dissect every teaser, every trailer, every every little article with with Harrison Ford releasing almost nothing about the movie? I have a really fun story about this. So um, they're not doing any press screeners until Wednesday night, mm. which means everything that's coming out about this is based on press kit and speculation. Yeah. Nice. So that was a fun fact I learned yesterday, and I was like, wow, considering how many articles I have just read on Star Wars The Force Awakens, I've been thinking about how, like, it doesn't say anything about anything. Yeah. And and it really is interesting, because at this point, I am so sick of seeing Harrison Ford on things. I love Harrison Ford. I think he's a great actor, great person, blah, blah, blah. I'm so sick of seeing him in, like, every Mike.com or Motherboard article or, like, Vice article. I'm just like, I just won't click on them anywhere. I'm, I don't want to learn anything more about Star Wars. Good God. Well, it was funny. Sean and I are working on something right now, and I was on a completely unrelated property, and it was covered in Star Wars. And, like, the target demo was just not the target demo, in yeah. the slightest. Yeah, at, the, at this point, it, we're just we're just saturated with Star Wars stories on every, uh, every major news site. Wasn't there, like, a Russian fencing competition that ended in, like, a Star Wars <laughs> saber battle? Uh, they, they did, they did, and it was really, I, I saw that, that went around a couple of weeks ago, and that was, that was very, very cool, this, yeah. this beautifully choreographed lightsaber duel. Which isn't marketing, but it shows how powerful Star Wars I is. I mean, I'm, and I'm for some of the hype, so I thought it was very interesting um, that, so J.J. Abrams went on, I want to say Jimmy Fallon, I'm probably wrong, it was one of the press tour things. And he'd had a bad week because he had said, oh, Star Wars this time is for girls. And he kind of, you know, the movie had started to get a bad rap. It was going down a bad rap hole. And he figured out how to turn it around in, in less than 24 hours. And he said, Lin-Manuel Miranda, who's the uh, writer, composer, and star of Hamilton the Musical, which is the hype of the world right now. Yeah. The only thing that's more natural than Star Wars is that. He's like, oh, he's writing the cantina music. And the turnaround oh. on the hype machine just like went 360. It was There was force for ham for the whole day. <laughs> and the story went from J.J. Abrams is a giant jerk who knows nothing. P.S. Like, it's not just Leia in bikinis. Oh, my God. Everything in the Hamilton musical is perfect yeah. for Star Wars. And it was like, this is... If yep. this is what hype looks like, I'll get on the hype train. Tumblr, Tumblr has rewritten 
virtually every Hamilton piece to work with Star Wars, and it is scary. <laughs> well, it's not rewritten. It's actually like word for as as the virtually, resident Hamilton yeah. word. But it's some like, people, some be people a Jedi like my father pieces. before me is is like be is is nothing. It's the almost exact line, except the word Jedi is different. Yeah, but it was great. But um, I, mean, like, so I, much I watched um, most of the trailers on YouTube like recently and noticed there's a lot of people who made videos like dissecting these trailers, like taking 20 minutes to dissect a two minute trailer. And uh, they pointed out something interesting in some of them that if you stand alone, the trailers don't spoil anything really. But if you like cross reference them with each other, you can determine a lot about the direction that this movie's going, which I thought was pretty interesting. Hmm. I got sucked down that rabbit hole. Yeah. One day I, I I stayed here after work one night for like 45 minutes going through. It's a deep going rabbit hole. Trailer, trailer dissections and I was like, I can't do this to myself. I it's got a month down before a the movie. At, at that point, it was a month before the movie. Mm -hmm. I got sucked down a poster rabbit hole and I was like, why, how is my life doing this? I don't even really care nearly as much as I probably should. Or the hype train tells me I should. I'm just really, I'm really hoping that the sincerity of the movie is present to, to like, react to the hype, because the worst thing that can happen is, is that we go back to the prequel trilogy, and the hype crashes into that sort of movie-making, that kind of really artificial, nothing here is real, nothing here is genuine to what we were expecting. It doesn't have to be as good as the hype, but I think it has to be genuine. Okay, so I have a question. So someone said um, on Friday last week to me, they said when Star Wars, the very first one, so episode four came out, um, there was nothing like it in cinema. So it was the reason it was so resounding and people felt so connected to it was it really took um, cinematography and all these other things to a whole new and different level. Mm -hmm. And the difference is today in 2015, that's not true. Everything looks like what a Star Wars movie used to look like. Fast and the Furious looks like a Star Wars movie mm -hmm. used to look like. So the question is, will there be, you know, can they ever get that level of sincerity and revolutionary stuff, or are they just riding on a how-many-year franchise? I think one of the things that made the original Star Wars, uh, the, Episode Four certainly, uh, one, of the, one of the things that made it so, so visually interesting and so real to us was that they did it all with miniatures it wasn't yeah you know we weren't we weren't dealing with george lucas being able to create an army of droids in mm. in you know in a in a high-powered computer and give us something that that's glossy and doesn't look real and i i think that's actually um something that absolutely has to be present in the new film is dirt on things because yeah. that's something like animation suffered from, especially Japanese animation for a good part of the late 90s through early 2000s. Everything was taken from cells where dirt naturally gets on things and looks a little rougher on the edges and looks genuine, like a human made it. And then went through this digitization process where they couldn't replicate that, the tools were too blunt, and then spat out the other end, and now we see that again in animation. And I think the same thing is true of Star Wars. We, as you said, miniatures were the thing that made everything look real and everything was kind of actually fabricated. And we've gone through the prequels where it all looked just a little too much like car wax had been put on everything. And hopefully, hopefully that car wax has been removed a bit for this. Because I, I do think that that's a big part of, genu of genuity. Sure, that'll be a new word now. The uh, technology has advanced a lot since the prequels. I think um, 
like they'll be able to make so much more detail and you'll see little scratches and dirt and everything mm. will look a lot more like a miniature and some of it will be miniatures like I, I, jj's pretty good about keeping it yeah true. i think my understanding was that they were going back to uh, mm -hmm. to the miniatures to get to get more of that of that real world kind of feel on this one and i'm, and I'm looking forward to that i love the shot there's a shot and let's deconstruct the trailer a little bit there's that, there's that beautiful uh, apocalypse now kind of shot of the you know three tie fighters coming out of coming out of the yeah. sunset kind of they're in a hazy sky and it looks real. Like, it looks like, mm -hmm. you, I mean, it's otherworldly as hell, but it, it looks pretty cool. Well, isn't it that BB-88 is actually a real prop? Like, he's not a computer. Yeah, BB-8 is a real yeah. prop. Yeah. I mean, but he's still a glossier, rounder one than I think you would have found initially. Oh, for sure. But I think ball. just even having that figured out as a physical real thing makes people go, oh, well, people are, that, I like that. That speaks to me as something that we've achieved with this movie. I really like the, um... The Nazi rally feel of the stormtroopers uh, at the their meeting or whatever that mm -hmm. was really cool and um, plus we've got lens flares yes and we've got JJ Abrams lens flares yeah. too. I mean the other thing about the hype is I think it, this fandom has had so long to to put in roots and really naturalize so uh, you know I bet there will be entire theaters filled with stormtroopers and like mm -hmm. legitimate five o first stormtroopers yeah. Shout out to Ted and Tony. Mm -hmm. And Phil. I mean, I'm just saying, in this room alone, we know at least three. So, mm -hmm. I mean, but it, I think that's part of it, too. I mean, there were some great articles this week that came out that it's not so much hype as people who've, you know, had three generations, which is crazy. Three generations have grown up with this movie, and it was like a family, and it was like seven, like 60 or 70-year-old parents who take in their kids, and their kids were in their late 20s, early 30s, and they had kids of their own, so younger parents, but still. And these kids had favorites mm -hmm. and it was like wow you could have this whole not you know big generation go because what were the uh like top three media mo most recognizable media franchises and star wars it's like mickey mouse and super mario and star wars and those are mm -hmm. the three most recognizable things because so many people have grown up with all of that so that's good disney owns two of three they're taking over the world yeah. i'm satisfied Oh, I did, I did want to say my favorite my favorite Star Wars related media post so far was uh, Carrie Fisher, and I think it was Good Morning America, and she came on with her dog Gary. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and she just and she just basically took over the interview in in her inimitable style because she is one funny lady, uh, and uh, I I think that's that's the best thing that I've seen yet. I mean, on that note, I'm very glad when Disney will be able to release all of its ABC-esque properties back to their rightful like tune-in schedules. Um, okay, so let's uh, let's talk about uh, talk about our expectations for the movie and uh, <laughs> what the, the the section we like to call a long, long time ago in a spoiler-free galaxy far, far away. How uh, how are you guys doing at avoiding uh, the spoilers, or what are, what are you what are you going to do to avoid spoilers over the next week or so until you see the movie? Okay, I have a really good story to start this with, and it's going to preface everything else you guys say. Oh boy. So, um, last night, yesterday I was at a uh, Christmas tree trimming party, and I was standing outside on the porch with two diehard geeks who are uh, of the older generation. They saw Star Wars for the first time in theaters, like the first one. They saw all of them in theaters, and. The one person who's an incredibly knowledgeable person, he said, well, I was standing outside the Blu-ray Cinema when Episode Six came out, and I was standing, and I was in the second uh, showing because I couldn't line up early enough for the first showing, and some guy came out of the theater holding his head in his hands, and he screamed, oh my god, Darth Vader is Luke's father! And 
He's like, so spoilers, my friends, have existed, and trolls have existed just for the entirety of everything. That would be episode five. Sorry, episode yeah. five. Let my apologies. Let the records, let so the the records other, show the other side two of us went, what? <laughs> so the other side of that was my father, who was standing beside that lovely gentleman, went, oh, I was at that same screening. So the internet and, and all of that stuff, to put it back in FOMO land from like the last <laughs> podcast, is all these things have previously existed. Um, we just need to learn to cope with the new media version. Yeah. Um, I mean, I come from a position that I don't, I don't think a lot of people share, but has made my life far more comfortable, is I don't care about spoilers, because, realistically, in my, in my eyes at least, uh, the journey makes it worthwhile, not always the final destination, and it's like, we've seen these stories told over and over and over again, and I'm really just going to go there and enjoy the experience of watching it, and, you know what, it's going to play out like 40 other things I've seen, just in a slightly different configuration, and I'm going to enjoy that. You know, I treat kind of like food. I know I know what this is, burger is going to taste like, mostly. And somebody else tells me, uh, it <laughs> tastes like this. Okay, great. I'm still going to eat the burger. It's interesting because, like, the prequel movies were pretty much spoiler-proof in, in that they're prequels, and we know what how it turns out, right? We know that... Like Anakin becomes Darth Vader, and that uh, Wait, what? Luke and Leia's mom <laughs> dies, and all this stuff. But um, they still were good movies. I know a lot of people don't think so, but they they were watchable. I would I would I would venture. Yeah, they were they were fun, yeah. despite you knowing how it ultimately is going to turn out. I mean, I think I think we're in a unique position because I don't think any of us can turn off the internet this week. Mm-hmm. It would be detrimental no. to work. So I think we're, I think, I mean, personally, I'm like, okay, I'm going to see spoilers. It's obvious. I may even go looking for spoilers because I'm that kind of person. I'm going to just try not to click on those links. And I mean, we... we So I'm going to clickbait you for an entire week is what you're telling me. Please, please. We've been seeing, like, the internet already try to do, like, do this massive explosion with the whole, is Luke Skywalker going to die in this movie? Because... Uh, Mark Hamill refuses to talk about his role in it. Or is Luke going to be evil because they haven't put him in any of the trailers? He is in one of the trailers. Well, you don't see his face, but I would like to posit that Reddit has reminded us that Jar Jar Banks could be the darkest emperor of them all and whatnot. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, the sidekick. So, like, just stay off Reddit this week is, I think, the number Mm. one. Pretty much. I'm thinking I might, like, spam the internet full of fake spoilers so that... At least you could fight against the real spoilers, and you think, well, might maybe that that's real. What's real? I don't know. I mean, at least people like at but least people have to go see the full movie to spoil people. BB-88. So it's not like flipping to the end of the book. BB BB eighty eight is secretly a uh, Futurama head in a jar, but it's the Emperor Palpatine. BB eighty eight future. Yeah, okay. I mean, I'll give it to you. I mean, there's so many options. Eight or eighty eight. I like eight. that. BB eight. Having is it having. BB-8? Okay. Having right. had to research this for many, many days, for yes. many, many reasons, it's BB-8. BB-8. He is the Dark Emperor BB-8. Uh, there's a great comic that I'm going to put with the podcast that's my favorite. Is a small child sitting in the theater covered in BB-8 stuff, and it says, Your darkness, I am so uh, honored to be with you, and, I'm, and the little child crying, and I was like, that's all I want. It's the only reason I'm going to a theater. That's what I want. Good. I have to say, my favorite uh, my favorite thing on the internet in the last twenty four hours was a tweet from uh, the uh, the satire account at the good god above, uh, and the tweet was: "New commandment: Thou shalt not spoil the new Star Wars movie for anyone. Thou shalt keep thy mouth shut or get struck down by lightning." Space lightning. Good. 
Space Lightning. Force Lightning. What do you of guys course. think? What do you guys think the grace period is for when you can actually start saying spoilery things? I mean, honestly, I think because coming out of the holidays, I think the courteous thing to do would be like January fourth. The spoiler, like you get to ease uh, up on the thing. Yeah, that's even still pretty early. Think, think of all the people who are going to do the movies on on Christmas yeah. Day, or they're going to do movies on New Year's Day. Well, I know. I know. Again, again, alone at the party yesterday, there was a lot of talk of like, when are you going to see it so we can talk about it? My soft period on that has always been. When does the Blu-ray or DVD come out? Because after you okay, bought fair. it, and if you didn't watch it immediately, I have free reign. Mm-hmm. I think the internet has a has a shorter tolerance than you, Mark, though. So I think oh, like, yeah, um, I sure. think a month is on the outside right yeah. now. I mean, look yeah. at like Jessica Jones and like trans. Like I literally just read an entire detailed synopsis of Transparency, which came out yesterday. Transparent, which came out like two days ago. And mm-hmm. I can read, like, a full detailed spoiler synopsis. Mm-hmm. So, like, I think that the timeline is shortening on that. Do you guys have tickets already? No. I no know more. what I'm going, approximately. But I don't think I need tickets, like, a week after it airs. I'll be seeing it in January, because I don't like teenagers throwing popcorn and candy at me. Uh, which happens too frequently on opening nights, because teenagers can be jerks. And they have the time to line up early. <laughs> yeah. Um, I do not have tickets. I'm not sure when I'm seeing it. I have to coordinate with, uh, I'm going to go see it with my dad and my cousin because uh, we went to the prequels together and like it's a good memory for all of us. Yeah, I mean, we might end up going seeing it on, on Christmas Day depending on what we're doing just because it'll be fun to go. My parents took us in Montreal to see episode one, which is the first time my brother really could really get going to a movie properly and not just a kid's movie. So mm-hmm. they may feel like they're doing it again. All right, and uh, I guess I'm the only one that's already bought tickets, but <laughs> God knows I bought them this morning. Uh, I'm taking my kid because Star Wars. Yeah, I have a kid, so I'm taking my kid and I'm taking my uh, uh, my nephew as well, who's about the same age. So you know, we're gonna go see it with two kids. One thing that I wanted to just get a, a quick read on the room: Do we have a bad feeling about this? I have a good feeling. I have about a this. really good feeling about it. Have you have you seen the Disney hype machine? They have a very good feeling. If they didn't, there wouldn't be merch. Okay, everybody, go out and buy your uh, buy your Star Wars coffee mate and have a fabulous uh, holiday season at the movies. This has been the Innovate by Day podcast. Happy holidays! Happy holidays! Yay! Thanks, everyone, for tuning in to Trendwatch, Innovate by Day's social media podcast. Visit us online at innovatebyday.ca on Twitter at Innovate by Day, and like us on Facebook.